Best Reduced Fat Loss Podcast, where we teach and mentor you, the health and fitness professional, on how to holistically transform your client's body, health, and life. I'm one of your hosts, Ken Sylvan. Alongside me, you'll hear from Joe Arcos, Sarah Fennell, and Bonnet Oza. Each episode, you'll have a combination of us sharing our 70-plus years of combined knowledge and experience in the health and body transformation industry. Our goal is to help you expand your awareness of holistic transformations and teach you how to get deeper results for your clients. Let's jump into this episode. Welcome to the Stress Reduce Fat Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Sylvan, and I'm, I'm ready to have my brother here, this guy, Dr. Adoni. Buddy, um, yeah, it's, it's great to be here. Um, we've known each other for a very long time. There's no doubt about it. And I'm honored that you invited me here today, and I thank you for that. And um, let me tell you how magical today came for me. Because I was contemplating back and forth whether I was going to do this beautiful opportunity. Not because I didn't appreciate it. Because I'm not sure whether I'm ready with truthful medicine to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. So of course you invited me and I meditated. And then the confirmation came. Particularly when it comes to how I live my life. I live my life trying to understand the messages that's given to us by the infinite field of intelligence, the source, the universe. So as I was meditating for confirmation, the numbers came to me. Today is November the 1st, 2022. For how I see the magic of this universe, numbers have a lot of meaning, significance. And being November the 1st, which is 111, because November is 11, Mm -hmm. today is the 1, so 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 3. 3 is very powerful in my existence. Anytime the number 3 comes, I pay very, I'm very attentive, very focused. And then, of course, being 2022, it's 2 plus 2 plus 2. Now, 1 is all about anchoring the energy. It's all about just anchoring the energy to be upright, to be imprinted in the physical. That's been repeated 3 times. It's 3 is all about trinity for me. And 2 plus 2 plus 2, 2 is all about unity. It's about bringing people together. Yes. It's about community, right? I love it. And plus we got 2 plus 2 plus 2 equals 6. So we've got 3 plus 6 equals 9. Mm-hmm. And 9 is my power number. So the mere fact I got that beautiful, um, wonderful, insightful uh, knowing to come here, and I'm here with you, I'm excited. Ah. I'm really excited, so I thank you for that. No yeah, worries. Yeah. When you explained it to me, I was like, I, I know, as you taught me a lot about numbers, you know, sacred geometry, different things. I said, like, I knew that was powerful for you. So when I heard that, I was like, all right, there's no way to say no to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's none, not whatsoever. And uh, I took my day off and I rescheduled my patients. And, and I appreciate that because oh, you're very Yeah, yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, <laughs> but I'm also blessed to be here. So I thank yeah. you for that. Thank you. And today we're going to be kind of diving in and talking about truthful medicine, okay? What's missing from your patient's healing and transformational process. We're going to be talking about that today. Diving in, uh, there's a lot to do with truthful medicine. It's a, I'm very excited to go through that. But for us, let's just kind of go back a little step, take a step back. Tell the, all the listeners out there a little bit about yourself. Because you know what? People always want to know, well, who is this person speaking? You know, what right do they have to speak about these things? Where do they come from? And I know for you, there's a lot of letters and things and, and learning behind you. So let's just speak a little bit about, you know, 
some of the things you've learned along the way and, you know, some of your background that people say, what's this guy's background? (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. eh? Uh, uh, First of all, I'm very blessed to have the academic training and, but we also need to recognize that learning comes from many levels of our existence. Absolutely. And for me, I don't say this for sympathy, but again, it's all about finding meaning and purpose with everything. But on November 13th, 1983, a 36-year-old woman crossed. I was 14. It was my mother. Mm-hmm. But something shifted inside me, an awakening, a knowing. First of all, that knowing told me that she is fine. There's more to life than here. And also, those words were kind of sharing a message for me to trust the equation, learn how to trust the equation, and understand this is part of your path. So after that, of course, I had a strong desire to understand what just happened here. Mm-hmm. Cancer. There's no way this should happen. Mm-hmm. Deep down, I knew that this was not in alignment with who and what we are. So I went through my life journey just trying to understand how I was going to serve, how I was going to help humanity, how to really encourage people to um, come into their true nature. Mm-hmm. And along the journey, it's just that inner voice, that guidance, that intuition. And that's something that I really try to encourage people to really connect with. Their intuitive knowing, particularly when it comes to honoring their healing journey. So I found myself going through life, and then, of course, I went to undergraduate University of Victoria, study exercise physiology, and then I had the opportunity to make a decision whether I was going to go to medical school or to chiropractic college. And, of course, the guidance towards chiropractic college. And I came here to Toronto, I studied, and then I was ready to go and start helping the world. That's how I met you. But ironically speaking, during that time, I learned a lot about my own truthful medicine. Mm. I went through a time that allowed anger to get the best of me, and I was dealing with a lot of angry people. I dealt with my cocaine addictions. I dealt with my alcoholism. But it's all beautiful. Because, again, that inner voice deep within myself kept telling me, learn to trust the equation for what you want to do, right? Trust why these experiences are happening. You always taught me that. It's one thing we've always said that sitting on your uh, the patient table many times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in, just, in just, tears, yeah, right? yeah just, just telling you, so listen, go deep within yourself, no yeah, matter right. how difficult things are, no matter how uncertain things may be, right? Just learning how to go deep within yourself to connect with that inner voice, that guidance, will help you find that purpose to move through life. So, anyways, through my life journey, I, just, I went through all these unique opportunities, and then I learned a lot about myself. And then cancer came into my life. And when cancer came into my life, I'm very fortunate that I had the experiences of knowing that we exist on many different levels. Yeah. We're not just a human being. We are multiple dimensional beings. And we have the physical body, we have the soul, and of course, spirit or the creator, which is us. And that really reminded me, really, who and what we are. And this is how truthful medicine unfolded. Through my personal experiences, going deep within myself, healing, freeing myself. Also, at the same time, carrying that wisdom, that knowing through cancer. And um, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. That's all there is <laughs> And to then it. some. And then some, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like... We've obviously condensed a whole lot of uh, experiences in that in that little you know, we just said there, but so many things I've seen, you know, and even coming to you as a as a patient myself and saying, you know what, not just I'm afraid to have issues with my joints, but looking to 
I have issues with my skin, I have issues with my digestion, and giving me different ways to look at healing, giving me different ways to approach healing, not just sometimes with supplemental, sometimes was stretching and movement, other times it was like vibrational therapy, you know, using vibration, using sound, you know, sometimes it was numbers, sometimes it was energy healing, you know, for a while, you know, teaching me, obviously being one of my Reiki masters and, and certifying me to be a Reiki master, all those things I think allowed me to keep moving and healing, but then that also washed into my clients, you know, and teaching them to use those things and using energy work on them and, you know, using food as nutrition on them and, and listening to that. And there's always a line that you always say, and I see if you're going to remember it, and you say, um, the feedback or said, so you know, what our body tells us is the biggest way of understanding or it's our biggest way of, how did you say it? Um, what's the Listening thing? to the messages of your body. Innate intelligence. No, but it's like, what did you say? It's like, it's a powerful feedback. Our feedback from the body gives us the answers of whether what we're doing is correct or not. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That intuitive The treatment mind. itself is yeah, the yeah, powerful... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the treatment itself go. is the most powerful teaching tool. I'll say That's that again. That's what it is. I don't say it as well. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's all beautiful. <laughs> the treatment itself is the most powerful teaching tool because each individual is very unique in how they're wired. Mm -hmm. And I always encourage... A person or a patient to be really open to the teachings that I will share with them and to allow them the opportunity to see what we can bring in for them to really help them elevate to shift into this from, from this situation and part of that journey is to learn along the path and I've learned very quickly that anytime you implement something in someone the body the soul is gonna tell us messages we listen to those messages mm -hmm. and this is how we learn and we adapt it's so like, for example, a very simple way with the work that you do, know it quite well that when you start repairing the digestive system, that your client will more than likely go through a bit of a detox. And things may become exacerbated. Yeah. Their skin might break out. They might feel nauseous for a couple of days. They might even feel like they're having flu-like symptoms. The lack of awareness was something like that to bring to the client's attention, to understand that the body will have these messages, will actually discourage a lot of people. Because mm -hmm. think about it, you know, you're going through a detox. I'm here to come see you to work on my digestive system. And then, of course, I'm feeling like, what is this guy doing? My skin yeah. is breaking up. But I've learned to really empower patients and students with that statement. The treatment itself is the most powerful teaching tool. And besides the fact that basically you start implementing something from a functional medicine perspective to start shifting the body, you're going to start having the opportunity to learn that there's other things that will come to the surface. As you know, with some of the work with the liver, okay, it's primary energy, it's chaotic energy that holds there is anger. anger. So you start putting somebody through a protocol to start regenerating their liver, they're gonna start feeling anger. Like, where's that coming from? Says, and I tell them, remember what I taught you. We exist on many different levels, and that really empowers people, okay, more so than other, because it just it reminds them like, I'm beyond the physical. I'm an eternal being. I'm a spiritual being. I've got a lot of abundance and power and knowledge within myself. And you're going to learn how to unlock that through your journey, right? And um, that the, the journey will teach you a lot of things if you pay attention to it. That's the, Yeah, that's yeah. a big part. And I think learning that from you and, and, and from other great <coughs> people allowed us to kind of bring this 
transformation of mentorship together, you know, and, and teaching students how to become stressors, fat loss practitioners. And we were actually gracious to have you in the class once, which was awesome as well, you know, which was great to, you know, come in and do that. I love the that. But, you know, I, that was one of the things that helped us build this program was understand that the stimulus and then waiting for feedback and making adjustments based on each client. And that gets that individuality. That gets, yeah. we're not going, you know, let me just charge ahead and just keep going. But some clients need to go right. Some need to go left. 100%. And that's listening to them. And, and I think that's, if anything of their coaches or nutritionists or practitioners or anyone out there, that's the biggest, I think, takeaway point is that what he said, the teaching itself is the most powerful diagnostic tool. Did I get it right? Or teaching tools. So you always get it right, but nothing is wrong. Don't worry about it. But 100%, but there's one thing for sure to acknowledge this. Every single individual will go on his or her unique truthful medicine journey. That's right. We need to acknowledge that. We need to respect that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to also acknowledge the fact that with each individual that comes towards us, right, for us to hold space in a loving, supporting way and to acknowledge their uniqueness, their brilliance, will further add another layer of confidence in their own personal journey. Which allows them to stay on it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, time, yeah. And time is the thing what? that we all need from healing. We 100%, 100%, yeah. So we've thrown out the world truthful medicine, one word, by the way. Yeah. Um, many times. So if you don't mind, let's let's talk a little bit about what truthful medicine is. Uh, we know when it started. I said, but what that is, you know, and it's, it's yeah, let's talk to us about that. Um, okay. Good for you with the one word. This came to me, truthful medicine, when I started practicing about 15, 20 years ago. And then when I start losing control. Truthful Medicine's mission is to awaken as many souls for those who want to receive such teachings to remind them of their true divine nature. Right? That, that, that we are multiple dimensional beings that exist on many different levels at the same time. The more truthful we become to who and what we are, the more we're going to start realizing how really powerful we are. In a very humble yet beautiful way, with a sense of responsibility, you are the creator. These are the teachings that have been shared for thousands of years. Even in today's validation through quantum physics, we're finding such a truth. But more so, this truth is coming from my own personal experiences. Right? And in order for us to rise on this planet, we need to start with one soul at a time. And um, it's interesting because when I kind of remind people, and I say the word remind because we actually know everything before we come here. Part of our journey that I believe is for us to remember who and what we are. I like that. Uh, Thank you. And uh, once you're able to remind people really of their divine nature and how much power they have, it's something shifted in them. It's this this elevation. It's like this sense of hope says, okay, thank you. Right? And um, I'm very fortunate to do a lot of traveling throughout the world. I work with a lot of people with a lot of different communities. And it's just about bringing the people together that have a common goal to rise, to elevate for all of life on this planet. And you you kind of hits on something there, working with different people across the world. If you don't mind just touching on a, there's different pieces. We've all taken different pieces. Yeah, 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 like yeah. We've studied with different people, you being one of them, uh, and brought together right. a system. Yeah. In truthful medicine, you know, you... You know, you could obviously make a list longer than you know than whatever, right? But give us some of the places and things yeah. you know. Like I know we we know some Thank you. Yeah, things no, together, but let's talk about that. What are some yeah, places yeah. you've learned it's, or it's, tools that you've taken and incorporated and twisted and turned and made your own? 
Yeah. You're good at asking questions. Good boy. Good job, man. I'd say, well done for you. Uh, it's interesting because when I, when I first started practicing and then I started having my own internal struggles and I started losing control, I had this desire to, to find the answers. Mm-hmm. So I went throughout the world. I've studied with a lot of different Aboriginal uh, um, groups, communities. Mm-hmm. I've studied with uh, uh, Benke, this guy, this brilliant Amazonian medicine man. Um, I went to Japan for a while to study with some really great people about, you know, the mystical arts and mysticism. Uh, Tom Brown Jr. Yes. Tom Brown Jr. is interesting. Um, when I was going through my alcoholic equation and I was sitting and meditating trying to find my answers, okay, what do I need to know? And when you put the energy out there, the universe will make sure you'll get your answers. Absolutely. It's brilliant. Yeah. Just to be aware, to be awakened. And uh, so then I came across Tom Brown Jr. I go, Tom Brown Jr. And I remember the first time this happened. There's a place called um, the Pine Bearings in New Jersey, primitive camp. He's a very brilliant man when it comes to understanding how to survive in the, in the woods with, with pretty much nothing, and also how to coexist in a very shamanic way with Mother Nature. And the first time I walked in there, walked into the perimeter camp. I walked in deep into the woods and I really surrendered. And I heard the words, all female voices, welcome back, Adonis. I go, who just said that? Yeah. But of course, knowing quite well that's how we are communicating by Gaia through so many different ways. And for people yeah. who don't know, you see, maybe listen, who don't yeah. know who's, what, who, what is Gaia. Gaia is Mother Nature. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, it's she's this planet. She invited us to come here. Think I remember that. I remember when you went to do multiple times. You're telling about Tom Brown. You told me about yeah. it, and I'm like, I need yeah, to yeah, go yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need yeah, to yeah, do yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I still haven't gone because you know we had some some change in the last couple of years that you know. Yeah, yeah. That, but we ended up doing a great. Uh, we did a great time away. It was what three weekends ago? Yeah, yeah. Up in Bangkok yeah. with Sandy, it one was... of my great friends, and uh, she works for B Elite, one of the other businesses I'm with. Yeah. And we went and spent some uh, some wild time out there building. Debris, well, sort yeah, of debris. Yeah, huts. yeah debris huts, fire. Yeah, it, it was nice the community we created with yeah. yourself, me, your son, and your wife. Yeah, it was like, awesome. Well, it was nice. And learning how to survive, be in nature, be there. You know, there's a different calmness coming out of being in nature. And I remember my son was having, you know, it was a tough week for him for different reasons. And I remember him saying, "I'm at peace out here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly because you know? I, I had that conversation with him and asked him how you doing. He says, "For some reason, I feel peaceful." Says, Fourteen Whoa. years old, no yeah. cell phone, no nothing, yeah. and that again. What does that do for the body coming out of a weekend like that? You know, like I'm even watching you boots off, feet on the ground, grounded to the earth. I'm like, I want to do that. I need to do that. Could have done it. You know, and being grounded is is a, is an amazing thing. Walking through the forest, you know, looking at the moon, doing different things. That's all stuff that's part of healing. And I think we negate that equation so much. And we're not saying that food nutrition isn't important, but there's so many other things that well come done. with well, yeah with that, right? Yeah, we, we look. We're multiple dimensional beings. Okay, but think about this. You can have somebody, a client, who really is really focused on his eating habits, follows things to the T, takes the right supplements to repair certain systems, understands the importance of the body's meant to be emotion, honors restorative sleep. But if their mind is filled with a lot of chaotic energy, if they're so disconnected from really what life is all about, if they're so fixated on, you know, to uh, achieve a goal, but at the cost of their happiness and their well-being, 
all the other stuff, the food, the supplements, it's not going to be successful. That's how powerful the mind is. That's right. And uh, Mother Nature reminded me really how to elevate my mind. You know what? And that that's a, an amazing point when you think about it because if we're, we can create stress. I remember looking at some of the challenges I had in my body over the last you know 15 years, and I realized that, yes, yeah, some of it was actually food, but I realized a lot of it was in my brain, how well, my brain processed stress, how it perceived pain, how it perceived reality, and that's how my body just functioned. It wasn't necessarily anything else. The food came second, right? And I remember once everything, supplements, food, everything's on point, and kind of my body wasn't moving, still having skin challenges for those of you who know, who know me, uh, immune system challenges. And I remember you coming and doing a certain energetic treatment on me, and I remember looking in the mirror the next day, and my face was all discolored the day before, and the next day it was like one, one pigmented color, and I was like, I've been doing energy work already then, but that opened my brain up on a different plane, like how much it affects the physical as well, because when your mind's in the right place, if we can create the disease in our brain, if our brain's in a great place, can we not push it the other way? 100%, 100%, if I can share an, an axiom uh, uh, a well-agreed-upon statement that's been passed on for thousands and thousands of years. By th- It goes like this. The All, capital A-L-L, which indicates the Creator, is mind. The universe is mental. I'll say that again. The All is mind, and the universe is mental. This is from the Hermetic teachings. Hermes, yeah. who is this divine being from thousands of years that brought all these enlightened teachings... Now think about that. Knowing quite well that they are the creator, encapsulates everything, which is you, <clears throat> what I believe. Knowing quite well from our, even today's in quantum physics, knowing that there's this infinite field of intelligence, this eternal living mind, brings us to the knowing that the universe is mental. So our mental capacity, how we see, how we interpret our existence will determine everything, particularly your health. I remember we talked once and he said, uh, he said, Ken, your words have power. I remember I said this thing, oh, I don't care. My parents always told me, never yeah. use the word hate, right? Yeah, for example. You know, and you're, you're something you're an advocate of always reminding me of that as well. And I remind my kids that way and everything else. But it's more than just the it's a vibrational 100%. change. 100%. You know, and who's the doctor that, um, uh, he Dr. did. Dr. Emoto. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And he talked about, you know, uh, different studies with water. He 100%. Said, yeah. For the viewers who maybe, I don't know if anyone out there has heard of his teachings, but. Maybe just touch on that just a little bit, if you don't mind, just talk about how they can incorporate that or how they can even spin into their life. Uh, why is vibrational, you know, maybe how we speak and everything else affecting our own health and in essence our patients and clients' transformation and their, their function? Right? Um, interesting. Um, well done for you. Um, one of the ways I wanted to bring in the teachings of truthful medicine today is focus on the principle of vibration. Another hermetic teaching. Everything is vibration. Everything. Even the counts that we're sitting on, Okay, it's, it's, it's in motion. But because it's so slow, the vibrational rate, it's hard for us with our physical senses to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, the principle of vibration will affect everything on your existence on all plane. The example that you use, or Dr. Yamoto's work. Dr. Yamoto, a brilliant scientist, created this wonderful experiment. He had these Buddhist monks meditate in, these, in front of these columns of water. And then afterwards, he would take an electron microscope and scan the molecular arrangement of the water. He found that when the Buddhist monks were able to hold the energy of their thoughts, happiness, for example, or peace, or love, 
this beautiful sacred geometric pattern unfolded within the water within the water structure. He also found out that if you had the Buddhist monks meditating with anger or hatred, the, the, the arrangement of the crystallization of the water molecule right, was very fragmented. So that he was able to show very clearly how our thoughts affect our physical reality. Now, think about this, the word hate. For me, what I feel, when people use the word hate, I can feel this discordance of energy. Very unsettling. And you're, most people are, but you're more aware and in tune with and, and, energy. Yeah, but you know what? Every, I believe, I believe everybody can, I will say this to my patients and my students. What I can do energetically, you can do the same thing. So you're not, not freaking super Yeah, yeah I'm not. That's it. I just have the confidence. I just have the confidence and the courage to go deep within myself, Absolutely. to acknowledge my truthful medicine, and to bring this to my life. I right? always said I wanted to steal your chi and just yeah. take you know, That's and hilarious. You won't get yeah. up. That's, that's the first thing. You like, what, teach, what, do you want, what, what do you want me to teach you, Ken? Teach me how to steal people's chi. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So Dr. Yamoto's work was able to show very clearly with our thoughts, it can affect the physical structure, the arrangement of the water molecules. The word hate. People will say, most people say, I hate today. So do you really hate anything? Or I hate the weather. Do you really hate the weather? Right? Or, I hate this piece of meat. It's so easily imprinted. And people use the word hate without really understanding the power of their words. And hate creates this very kind of unhealthy, kind of fragmentation and energetic field. So bringing your awareness how you, what word you use, is very important. Let alone where you bring your awareness with your thoughts. Right? So, for example, when I was going through cancer, which was a beautiful journey in the end, I would never use the word cancer. So listen, no, no, no. My body's out of alignment. I'll look forward to understand what needs to be done. I'll go deep within myself to honor my truthful medicine, and I will rise to get myself back into balance. Because the word cancer has such a negative connotation. For sure, and you're what? pulling all those connotations one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So it comes right down to vibration again. In truthful medicine, what I've learned is this: when your vibration is elevated and it's contained and grounded, and it's in alignment with all levels of your existence, supreme radiance, health, abundance, wealth, knowing, peace, will rise. Most people, because of the lack of awareness, vibrate in a very low chaotic state, very disconnected. And this is something that we work quite a bit with truthful medicine with the principle of vibration. All right. So let's dive into some pointer because I know a lot of students uh, or coaches, rather than up there, wind up, what are some things I can take away and then and move with this? They're getting some basic things, but I know one of the things you, we talked about is become the director of your life, not a pawn. So talk, let's talk 100%. about that. 100%. Well done. Okay. From my experience, what I've learned is this. We got a very powerful mind. So either it can be your best friend or your worst enemy. The question is, are you going to acknowledge what needs to be done, the discipline, the commitment to really come into the power of your mind? And at one point, when I was going through my addiction, and if anybody dealt with addictions, they can relate to the story. I was predominantly working from what's called my lower mind. And addictions, remember, addictions aren't just to you know, alcohol or drugs, no. addictions to sex, addictions to, you know, your physicality, addiction to gambling, addiction to... 100% well you know, said. like certain, you know, abuse, like it, we can have addictions to all kinds of things. Right? Ironically speaking, the top 10 addictions in North America are all legal. 
Yeah, Think sugar. about that. I had a major yeah. addiction to yeah. sugar. Yeah, 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 that's interesting. So basically, when it comes to understanding that when I was going through my addictions, I was predominantly working for my lower mind. The lower mind serves its purpose. It has that instinctual drive to ensure that we survive and propagate. But, but it working without the brilliance or the wisdom of something called the higher mind, right? This is where we create a lot of suffering, right? Because we don't allow ourselves to bring the wisdom, the moral values, the energy to really be in balance or really guide, you know, what needs to be done as opposed to allow the lower mind to predominantly work. So one of the things for anybody that works with anybody out there that really wants to really self-master themselves, work with the mind. Work with elevating the mind, discipline the mind, learn how to understand there's different layers to your soul, one being the higher mind and the lower mind. Give us an example. Give an example of working with the higher mind. Like For someone who's just coming into this and yeah, just yeah. listening, what's maybe one simple thing they could do that would be working with the mind? That you would Me- say, yeah. Meditate in silence. Okay. Meditate uh, in silence. So not a good uh, playlist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 Meditation comes in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But meditating in silence is the way to have an opportunity to just allow yourself to receive that inner voice. Mm. And then when you receive that inner voice, listen to your body's messages. You, most people, when they connect with the higher selves, they get this elevated vibrational frequency throughout their body, right? Some will see white light. You'll know, all right? But if not, find somebody that will teach you how to connect to your higher self. Okay. But meditation is very, very powerful to do so. Okay. <clears throat> Number two, we talked, uh, you talked about you, you are the creator. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. responsible for everything, you know, or, or that premise of we're responsible for everything in our life, in our in our existence. And that can go to so many different conversations. People, it, I can even hear people out there say, what do you mean? Like, you know, someone it's me, a car or whatever. But let's talk a little bit about us being the creator and being responsible. Okay. And responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, one of the, um, it's been validated many, many times for us for what I'm saying, whether it be the ancient teachings or modern day quantum physics you are the creator how you live your life how you carry your thoughts your emotions right how you connect with certain people right you will create your existence and I learned this very early in my life like at one point um, misguided cops came into my life okay and of course a misguided friend too that time yeah I'll take full responsibility yeah I was manipulated by a small group of police officers and a particular individual. Yeah, I, I made decisions that weren't for my highest good. But then I realized, after I was able to go deep within myself and just settle within my thoughts, I go, oh my God, I'm responsible for this. How did I come to this point? And then I realized I allowed anger or arrogance to control my decisions, my lower mind, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something that came really strong when I went to that particular point in my life, and I really was able to rise above. And this is a really powerful teaching that I share with anybody. It empowers you, right? So even clients, if clients or patients are thinking, you know what, it's, it's difficult, it's a whole different mindset to say, I'm in control, I am the creator of everything in my, my existence right away you feel very different with how you run your life in terms of your even I don't use excuses but how we talk about things yeah I couldn't do this I couldn't do that I created my day yeah yeah I create my day the night before I write things down I create it manifest it and then it never runs away from me right 
So then a lot of times when, if clients or patients start believing that way, that can exist in so many different things. 100%. How do I create my health? How did I create these challenges? How, did, how do I change them? You can go on forever, right? Well said for you on that part. And well done for the work that you've done and the dedication to understand that you're the creator. And it comes right down to a really simple premise too, right? Are you predominantly working from your higher mind? That, that the, the most wise aspect of your soul, are you predominantly working from the instinctual part of your soul, the lower mind? Right? And that's where vibration comes. So there's things like I do on a daily basis to ensure that I'm predominantly elevated with my higher mind. Mm-hmm. Whether it be my rituals, my meditation, whether it be breath work, for example, whether it be the type of foods I consume, even how I connect with water, right? Restore yeah. to sleep. It's all bringing that high, that, that vibration to really elevate a very healthy, very empowered state. So it's almost like an intentional living. 100%. Well said. Intentional living. That's. You know, in Carnivore MD, I said, way out there. I said, I listened to some of his stuff. Even Liver King would love to have you on the podcast one day. <laughs> liver is king. That's a whole other podcast. But they all talk about intentional lifestyles. Right. Intention and how you eat, move, the decisions you make, uh, the energy you, you kind of cultivate, who you spend it with. All those things kind of create a almost like a steamroll effect and build in your life. And I remember you explained that to me many times when I was discussing it and saying, yeah, Ken, now's not forever work on these things and over time health comes it comes back you'll heal you'll get there and uh absolutely sure enough there it is right well done for you and well bless you man number three open yourself to the intuitive brilliance the innate intuitive brilliance and it comes right down to this again are you working predominantly from your higher mind or from your lower mind this is my truth for medicine all i can do is share my wisdom and give you the keys to find your own truth for medicine Mm -hmm. okay and when you say that, what do you mean? Like explain, and, and, explain. And okay, well, this is my truth. This is based on my personal experiences. This right. is the wisdom that I've gained. So everyone and will have their truthful medicine. One hundred percent. So yeah. For me, for me to say to you that you are the creator, most people won't resonate with that. They won't. Yeah. But I said, listen. Let me tell you what I've learned from my own personal experiences. Let me share these stories. Let me give you the magical keys of the tools to understand how you can come to knowing that you are the creator. Right. To find your own truthful medicine. I think that resonates with a lot of people finding their own because their One, path is like... 100%, right? That's all that's about that. Now, in regards to what you talked about, the innate intelligent. Interesting, because I had a patient yesterday. And it was a really good example. And he's going through some interesting um, situation in his health. And he said to me, he says, I can't believe this. He says, what? He says, I decided to pick up a glass of wine. I brought it towards my mouth. And this voice told me, no, that's his innate intelligence. We have wisdom. Think about the soul. This is how I see the soul. The soul is that individual spark of the divine oneness of the creator. So a good analogy I always use, this fist signifies the all, the creator. The individual spark is your soul, my soul, your kids. You're the creator. Within that soul, you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of guidance, a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And I've learned how to really through my teachings that I received and my own personal experiences that I gave my wisdom. It's really honor on a daily basis to keep working with my soul. It has guidance. It has wisdom, right? Like, for example, at one point that when I was going through the cancer, they were very adamant about chemotherapy and radiation. And I said to them, I said, listen, I know this is how you see things, but it's not in alignment with me, right? It says, I feel there's other paths for me to embark on, right? Mm-hmm. And thank God I have that confidence with my higher self because I can see how people can be easily 
influence yeah. to make decisions they don't want to make. Especially right? if you're operating at a place you said a more of a survival place. One hundred percent, and that, that happens a lot, right? Yeah. People make a decision based on the fact that they're consumed by fear and survive without taking the opportunity to go deep within themselves, to sit in silence, to listen to the wisdom and the innate intelligence of your body. And no shame, you know, if you're someone out there, you have clients that have felt that or you felt that, there's no shame in that. We're not saying there's shame in, in operating that place. It's just understanding that there is a better place to be. 100%. Well, that, and that part also has its purpose. Remember I told you that instinctual part of your, of your soul, of your mind. It has programs to ensure that we survive, that we propagate, yeah. right? But knowing quite well, we're also spiritual beings. We're meant to access our elevated self, right? There's so much more for us to really understand about who and what we are. And once we're able to access the wisdom of our soul, you go through life with magic. You'll hear divination messages. When you implement something into your body, if it's not resonating, your body will tell you. You listen to that. Okay? You'll have these prolific dreams. Many times I had dreams about, take a look at this particular product for my health. There's guidance everywhere. There's wisdom everywhere. You're just listen, listening and being a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into yourself. And lastly, you looked at find beauty and love in your life. So <laughs> yeah. You said tomorrow. So you talked to, we were talking with uh, Alyssa. Well, we all know Alyssa's amazing. So she's on the other side of this camera right now, and she'll be in front of it one day. Uh, we talked about tomorrow and what tomorrow may or may not bring, right? So, Ken, like I said, what I've learned on November 13th, 1983, who knows if tomorrow will come for anybody. Ponder that one. Think about that. Yeah. So I've learned in my life that, A, first of all, I've got no more fear. I know that we're eternal beings. I know this is one part of my existence. I look forward to what will come my way. But I've also learned to acknowledge and respect how fortunate and how blessed I am to be who I am or what I am and to live the life that I have. Just like everybody else, I'm trying to find more meaning and purpose. Just like everybody else, I'm still dealing with uncertainties and challenges. But I've learned something. Every day I create magic in my life. Because again, who knows when I'll be here tomorrow? Yeah. So every day, in a very simple way, look at the simplicity of life. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of peace when it comes to understanding that in a very simple way, there's beauty. Right now, you and I are having a conversation here. We're sharing stories. You wake up in the morning, I play with my cats. I do my rituals. I'll make the effort to go talk to someone because I want to get to know somebody new. I create communion and relationship with my food. Thank you, food. I love you. I talk to Mother Nature. I go for walks. Anything that elevates my energy. And with that, all that happening, there's other things that can be happening that other people can what, focus on. And what, say, what wow, your, your clients are 20 minutes late, freak out. You know? But I think being able to practice focusing on those things is the, is the thing. That is the tool. That is the – when you can do that and someone goes, oh, I didn't know, you know, I don't know, maybe your landlord's being a jerk or maybe this is happening, and you're still having that beauty in your day, that's the power. I think well, that, that's thank it. you so much for that. And it's really because a lot of people find that very unselling particularly if you're going through a time in your life with a group of people. For example, when I was going through that time that I was facing 12 years in jail, damn, my girlfriend that time could not understand. says, what do you mean you want to go for a workout? Like, what, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Says, oh, what do you mean? You, want, you, you still want to go out dancing? I go, I go listen. says, right now, I'm aware of the circumstances. I'm going to work towards what needs to be done to rise from these circumstances and to really evolve for a much better version of myself, but also, I'm going to still live my life. 
I, I freaking admire the shit out of that because, like, in that situation, you know, or in situations similar, I felt my system just crumble. And it's like the, the ability to still do that, that's one thing I took from that is learning how to live like that, finding the, the beauty and the joy in all pieces of life. Yeah, you know how the easiest way it is, okay? Connect with your soul. Connect with the innate intelligence, the wisdom, and the power of your soul. Like I said, I've got no more fear. Now, connecting with your soul, some people can do it quite easily. Some need more work. It took me a long time to come to this point. Yeah. Right? You set the intention, you'll get your answers how to do this. So then even, even when we talk about dealing with patients and clients, and we're, we're also saying teaching them how to do these things, you know, whether it's just having gratitude each day, making a gratitude log, being appreciative. 100%. But I think we have to do it first as, as like practitioners, as doctors, as nutritionists, as coaches. We need to have that ability in ourselves so to teach them to as well see those things, right? 100%. I agree with you with everything except for one word. Okay. Have. Oh, we yeah. never have. We never have to do anything. That's something I've learned. The privilege of our existence is free will. And people will say, well, come on, man, I gotta, if I don't want, I gotta stop at the red light. Well, well, you don't well, have to. You, you don't have to. Deal with right? the consequences. Oh, so you have to pay your taxes. Go, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. But wisdom teaches you it's important to be wise with this. Mm-hmm. So you still have free will. You choose. That empowers you, right? I had a client, I, I, just to hop in, I, 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 Alyssa and I were just talking about a client I had, and if she's listening, she's beautiful. I love her. And she was having challenges with her digestive system, and she's like, really, Ken? So, like, the Furious Five, wheat, day, corn, day, sugar alcohol my whole life I go no 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 no. I said now's not forever it's never remember someone told me that I go it's not forever I go but you do have to make you don't have to do anything you have to choose what you want to do you just said you're feeling in pain you're feeling horrible so what are the choices that align with that then and that may that may make your choice of not having the furious five easier if you're in alignment with feeling better right so it's just you're not forced. It's not from me. I'm not here as a practitioner or as a coach to say you can't do this. I'll ne- I don't tell. Well, I'm the same. I say I always tell my patients I'll never tell you to do anything. I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to motivate you. I'm here to hold space for you. Right? And well done for you because think about this. Most of us have been conditioned to receive commands to be told. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't do well with that. But once you kind of bring the uh, the awareness to your client or your patient, that's hey, you've got free will. All I can do is share you what I know, give you the tools, and really yeah. remind you how really powerful you are, right? It's interesting because you, you, you were something about transformation and all that. <clears throat> when I lost, when I start, when I start losing control of the cocaine, and again, it's how it desired, helping the world, bringing love and light, and, and then of course I go deep within myself and thinking, okay, what's going on? I'll tell you what came into my life. A beautiful saying from a Lao Tzu, a very uh, well-known Chinese philosopher. Let me see if I can get this right. If you want to awaken all of humanity, then awaken all of yourself. If you want to eliminate the suffering in the world, then eliminate all that is dark and negative in yourself. Truly the greatest gift you can give is that of your own self-transformation to the world. When that came to me, again, that's divine intervention. I'm losing control and I have this desire to help the world. But I also need to understand my own truth of medicine. Yeah, I think on and kind of saying on that note, we're going to kind of wrap a little bit saying that your own the best thing you can do is giving yourself your own transformation. I believe as coaches, practitioners, doctors, whatever, 
if we want to really help our clients' patients come to a better place, it starts with ourselves. 100%. You know, as we are, we are our clients in some extension, I would say. So as we learn our, our own way, we will help them find their... And if I can share some wisdom, too, because I've come across a lot of practitioners that feel very guilty that they think they're not worthy enough to hold space for their clients and the patient because they're going through their own healing journey. I go, no, that's beautiful. Share that with your clients and your patients. That will connect with them even more. I used to feel that all the time. And be like, man, I gotta hide the fact that I have all these food challenges and everything no. else. And then once I started opening up and realizing that that was bringing my expertise into me, my suffering became my enlightenment. Um, then I was able to help more people. And mom always said that that's the cross you need to bear. That's that's the journey you need to go on so you can help others. And then I let other coaches know that because a lot of coaches feel that way. Geez, you know, I'm struggling with my weight. How can I help them with this? Or I'm having thyroid issues. How can I coach someone? I go, that'll become your expertise. Why do you think we're great in gut health? I said, because my yeah. gut health is, has had some serious challenges. Why you know? cannot share wisdom without these life experiences? Wow. Well, that was, that was like a mic drop right there. We didn't drop the <laughs> mic because it's an expensive mic. But that's kind of, I think we're going to kind of circle on to that. Now, my brother, if people want to find you, how do they find you? We could talk for hours. I think I got to have you back again. I, so I'm going to have I, you like a million times. I, I, so I, I, talk I, I look forward to it, and I thank you for that. Um, ironically speaking, it's interesting. I've been very fortunate. It's all been word of mouth for, my, for myself and Truthful Medicine. I know. And uh, it's a blessing. And uh, now we're in the midst of taking Truthful Medicine to the next level. And uh, the website will be released towards the end of November, um, truthfulmedicine.org. Mm-hmm. And my personal email is truthfulmedicine at gmail.com, right? And um, for those who have an inner desire to get a hold of me, please do so. And if not, we will all kind of come back together in this beautiful opportunity like we have today. You know what? This is, I could, like I said, we could talk forever about stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm very appreciative of you making your way and taking your time out of your clients or patients schedule to come and do this oh, buddy, um, it's beautiful so yeah i, I love you man i love you brother i love you too that's it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah we're going to circle off uh thanks for joining in today like i said if you want to find out more just basic things again coaching and understanding how to help the body heal you know you want to find out more of those things step into www.transformationmentorship.ca okay uh, we have a cohort starting next year in february uh, a better way of looking at the body from a holistic standpoint, holistic transformation, which is more than just food and working out, supplements, lifestyle, mindset. All these parts are, are things that we will teach you in that cohort. So anyway, I will see you guys next time. I'm Ken. This is Adonis. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us here on this episode today. Let's hang out over on Instagram at Transformation Mentorship. And better yet, take a screenshot of this episode, upload it to stories, tag us, and let us know what you loved about the episode. We'll see you next time.